All right, Jessica, it has been so long. It's been a hot minute, Hunter. A hot minute, almost a hot hour. Almost. Yeah. A couple of hot hours. Yeah. And we reconvene on this most special of days, huh? The holiest of holy Star Wars days. Yes. Okay. It is Life Day. Happy Happy Life Day. (laughs) You're not going to make me watch that special again, are you? No, I think that's a a one and done type thing. To be honest, I didn't even finish it. Um, Oh, yeah. Talking and the the Christmas. (laughs) It's really hard to get through. I I will give you that. I have watched it exactly one time. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I could force myself to watch it again. <laughs> I may try it again. Yeah. And, and there are people that genuinely like it. And I think good for you. For me, it is, it's a rough one. Yeah. But um, that's sort of the, um, you know, what the heck were you thinking kind of yeah. theme that yeah. we're going with here well, today. Well, yes. Yeah. But what the heck were they thinking? Thing. Yeah. I mean, in concept, I think I I I might welcome a Star Wars. Well, there's the Lego holiday special, which I which actually like. You had me watch that too. Yeah. Uh that was pleasant. Even, yeah. you know, Darth Vader in his Christmas sweater on the beach getting yeah. some, you know, some relaxation time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. So the concept of like putting the Star Wars galaxy into one of our you know, Earth holidays, mm-hmm. I can deal with that. Yeah, but I don't know this. The maybe if they redid it and there was another Life Day special, I might watch it. But I don't know that I could watch the existing it one again. Such an obvious little like try to get on TV because the the movies are are popular at that point, right? Isn't like eighty four or eighty six or something? So that was on. they had just come out with. Um, it's now a new hope so they had star wars and right off the heels of that success that's when they did the 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 life day special or the holiday special or whatever yeah even it's sort of like if you think about television back then um you know, like the variety show was really popular yeah. and yeah. and uh, a lot of people, it was very popular to have like a Christmas show. And so I can see where somebody, some executive said, well, there's been so green much, this. this let's green light this, that they've, we've had so much success with Star Wars and the theater. Let's put it on the TV with a holiday special. And uh, so I don't know. There was some sort of Lucas fever dream and he thought of this. This is where we first saw Boba Fett, by the way. Yeah. So in the little cartoon. Um, So it did give us that. So that's, I guess, the one redeeming quality of the holiday special is that we got the got the Boba. They do green light it, but they didn't exactly green light it with the uh, usual budget they had to because the costumes look a little scary and the set rode hard and put the away wet look yeah. cheap but the costume the wookies look kind of scary there was a was a chaka from about the same period uh land of the lost yeah there's this creepy looking monkey man it, the wookies look like that I can't yeah. believe i remember chaka's name 
in uh, <laughs> back then, um, you know, it, it, that was what you did. And I yeah. guess that's the only way that I can explain it. But no, right. I will celebrate Life Day, but I do not mm -hmm. have to watch the special that goes along with it. I do oh. have a Life Day tree that I decorate. It's a little pop-up tree. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I've been wishing everybody a happy Life Day today. And 98% of the people have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, but that's okay. For our, our listeners, Jessica is three hours ahead of me in time zones. And I did see that first thing this morning, a happy yes. Life Day text message. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what and nothing like unpredictable. Is, yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to think about is that special. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm wearing my R2D2 scarf oh, today. Are. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things like if you know, you know. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, you know, we all celebrate in our own way. Okay. But yeah. Very nice. So, and the spirit of what the heck were they thinking? And the spirit. We're, we're between shows right now, right? We are. So we're between shows. We're we're revisiting some topics. So, what the heck characters? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have a top five. You have a top. Of course, you have a top five. We prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just well, off Jessica, the cuff. Jessica did. <laughs> I know. I, this just it tells me what kind of a student you are. Um, so yes, I I do have my top five. I do have a couple others that I put on my list that yeah. were sort of runners up. Um, maybe we can talk about those after, but we can start with, um, I can start with my number five, if you'd like. Yeah. Should yeah. we go that five through, yeah. through one, one being yeah. our, our top, what the heck characters. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my number five is, um, sort of a cult favorite. And I, mm -hmm. I like this character. It's not to say that I don't like this character, but, I I did when I first saw him think what the heck, mm -hmm. and um, that's Max Rebo, and so if you remember Max Rebo, he is the one that sort of looks like an elephant, and he yeah. plays like this um, piano yeah. that's wrapped around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a musician, right? And yeah. and he yeah. he did play in the group called the Jizz Whalers. But they have now since retracted that to be the Jats Whalers. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but right. I'm just that's the history, folks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think that we have to. But um yeah. that's really what they were called. And then um they've rewritten it to say that he's about part of the Jats Whalers. Uh, but he is a male. Um, or Tolan, am I saying that correctly? I have no idea. He's from Tatooine. We yeah. saw him in uh, Jabba's Palace. And then the the next time that we saw him was in um, in the Mandalorian. Remember there was that nightclub that was, it was eventually bombed and it, and it, you know, completely blew up. But uh, Garza Whip, that was the Jennifer Beals character. She owned this club uh, and he was the DJ that was in there. So he has like a blue elephant face and nose, yeah. but then he's got like human hands and feet. But it's like he's completely connected to this piano 
tutu thing that's all around him. <laughs> and, and I've always been like, what the heck is this? Like, I, I don't know how to explain the blue elephant with the human features and the yeah. attached musical instrument. So ah. I guess that's my number five. What, what the, the heck? heck? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I went on a slightly different tack for, for my initial number five here. Um, when I saw this character, this is a newer one. I thought, well, what the heck? Why have we we've developed such a strong character here? And then doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. Black Chrysanthemum. I've never seen a more impressive display of martial prowess. You were a legend. In the name, Chrysanthemum drew crowds by the thousands. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. This was my, I mean, obviously he's a badass, right? And yeah. Not, not, not weird, like your elephant. But I, I what the heck? So why, I mean, we all kind of liked him, right? We like him as a villain. We like to see another Wookiee. Yeah. And he has a backstory that he's this bounty hunter and he's got his shock knuckles and all. But, you know, it was just sort of a cameo. And now I don't remember, is that Book of Boba Fett or is that Mandalorian? I think it's Mandalorian, right? Or is it when Mandalorian took over Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, it was. It was. he was actually in the Book of Boba Fett. But Mandalorian yeah. guy was there when yeah. he came onto the scene. So, Probably. yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Chrysanthemum, that's a good one. He kind of came on and everyone was like, where the yeah. heck did he come from? Yeah. yeah. Kind of the, the Cad Bane sort of villain following that you kind of, kind of, you want to mm -hmm. like him. Right. The Cad Bane has that got that Western vibe and you kind of, you know, getting to see a live action of him was cool. Black Chrysanthemum really cool. was that for me that, all right, yeah. we got a good villain. And then what the heck? He kind of fizzled. Yeah. I wonder if he would, you know, I wonder if those storylines will ever come back because I, if you think about it, um, in the Mandalorian timeline, they're still there, right? Where is Black Chrysanthemum now? Did he stay on in the ta in Tatooine? Gosh, I don't even remember now. Yeah. But he, there's a potential that he's still there. And I guess, you know, now that we've seen the first season of Ahsoka, and I think that we're going back to the Mandalorian next, because I keep seeing things about going that going into production and filming and things like that. Uh, maybe we'll see him again. Maybe you'll, maybe we'll kind of, I don't know that we'll flush out that character in this uh, yeah. series, but maybe we'll get to see him again. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. Kind of like the Cad Bane stuff that we have a good villain there. I, well, I love, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Cad Bane, but I, no. I loved seeing him. Because he's in, serious. In, he's not like in the, the in Boba Fett. Yeah, that was amazing. That, that was amazing. Okay. okay. All right. Now we're on to my number four. And my number four, um, if we were on video, you'd see this as well. My number four is the puffer pig. That's what was in the crate. <laughs> Grab that puffer pig, but don't scare her! You're scaring her! I told you not to scare her! I'm not scaring her! Carabas! 
<laughs> from rebels from right? rebels from yes rebels, yeah Got copper it. pay you remember yeah. is, he, they, is he squeezable he he is squeezable i'm afraid he uh, would make a noise okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh you can't really see it all that great on video can you but this is my little puffer pig the last time i was in batu i was walking by a table and there was like i don't know a dozen of them sitting there and i was like oh what is that is that a puffer pig i have to have a puffer pig and the woman behind the table was like yes you do you have to have a puffer pig but she was all in it with me matching my level of excitement i was like i love you little saleswoman in batu yeah so puffer pigs what you know they apparently can they're uh, valuable in sniffing out things so they were really important with the the miners right so that's why the whole thing about visago and uh who was the other guy you know they were stealing them or they were smuggling them or um so it, it but what i really couldn't wrap my head around was when they felt threatened at all mm-hmm. they would puff up puff. to these gigantic balloons and i thought how the heck does that happen right like how do you go from this cute little puffer pig to this ginormous thing how does their how does their skin actually flex that much and they're the most god-awful looking things <laughs> they're the ugliest creatures in the world with these little bug eye things on the side yeah and this enormous nose it's, it's fugly <laughs> it's like a fugly cute <laughs> i would have thought you thought that was cute but, but okay just plain off no i don't know about plain off cute but um the little snap yeah the lighting in this little... is not very good you can't really see it but um yeah, I had to buy I had to buy the puffer pig when I was in Batu. Now, here's another little trivia point is that the citizens of Batu actually raise these to eat them. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. Not to use them for their sniffing and mining capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. But my what the heck part was how do they blow up so fast like yeah. that? with such force like if you remember they like yeah. blew up in the in the ship and zeb was like he couldn't even like he was in couldn't get yeah. around them they were pinned him to the wall and that's how this was in rebels come back too right well, when they uh, they do the attack on oh, i've been out of this for a while <laughs> what's ezra's planet <laughs> the uh los Bethal, right when they come Bethal. back from the fall that's how they get through the the um I'm going to say the barricade. It's the, the, what do you have when you have ships at, at blockade? That's how they get through the blockade is when they're boarded, they sick the puffer, Zeb scares the puffer pigs and they all go bouncing down yeah, the. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're reliably puffing. Yeah. When they, whenever they yeah. feel threatened, apparently yeah. they're like quadruple in size. Got it. So. All right. My fourth character for the what the heck variety would be the entire population of the puffer pig. The entire, okay, okay. Yeah, in, yeah. Number four for me is going to yep. be a little controversial. Okay. This is somebody yeah. you really like. Okay. Um, that I just, you know, he's always a distraction 
and it's a distraction that you that you gets used in in Clone Wars. Jar Jar and his species. Missy called Jar Jar Binks. Missy, your humble servant. That won't be necessary. Oh, but it is. It is demanded by the gods. It is. You know the Gungans. Yes. Well, Jar Jar. So Jar Jar, specifically. Yeah. Um, you know that the he's distracted most of the time, and he's clumsy. And yeah, what what made what what why do we need him in 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 Attack of the Clones? I know it's not Attack of the Clones. It's um, Phantom Menace, right? Phantom Menace. Yeah. So was he was he meant to be comic relief because he is that? And I I know you 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 take it personally because you. You know the history of, of that he was. Oh well, but, I mean, I can separate Ahmed Best and yeah. and the yeah. character. Yeah, but um, he was kind of meant to be comic relief. Yeah, but then Clone Wars has sort of overwritten that, where they use his clumsiness to where you know they just like, oh, let him go in, and he can he knocks pirates out of tanks and stuff accidentally. Uh, just uh, he's had a real ride at his character development. Yeah, I mean, I can give that to you. Um, even though I, I, I like the Jar Jar character, um, I can see a what the heck. Like, how do you come from a, a cast off of your own kind, right? They wanted to kill him. And, yeah. you know, it was Qui-Gon who was like, no, wait a minute. I'll take him, you know, give him to me. Um, to somebody that's, you know, working for a senator and has risen to the ranks so quickly in political prominence like what the heck i i get that i can understand where you would see that um and he still does things like catches flies with his tongue while he's in senatorial robes and he is very clumsy i think that it started out as just like a a character that kids would think was funny Mm -hmm. yeah Um, me so hungry. Me so hungry. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, technically the character brought a lot to the film industry because, uh, you know, of how they created him with the, you know, they put the, he was in like a, Ahmed Best was in that suit, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and the motion capture, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so he did a lot for just the film industry that character did um but you're right i do like jar jar i do like that yeah. character I, i'm not saying i don't like him it's just the, yeah the, um, the from where he comes from in phantom menace the beginning like you said they were trying to, his own people were trying to kill him he's working for a senator then he's in clone wars and he's out with the jedi doing missions yeah there's the secret rumor that you know he's actually a sith oh, lord he's, he's actually controlling the, all this all of it i mean <laughs> the guy has an arc like the 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 fiction that that has come up with around him but the, the guy has has a, a unending arc so yeah i don't that actually do i think i do i know what actually happened to him he just kind of left the scene we don't have yeah. a closure on his story do we there's uh so with Ahmed best saving grogu yeah there's a there's a theory that who tipped them off that it would have been Jar Jar that tipped him off that he needed to be rescued because he's working for Senator 
Amidala at that point, right? Correct. And so he would have some inside information. There, there's a theory that he tipped off Grogu's rescue. Yeah. Which that whole thing was a stroke of absolute brilliance. Yeah. And yeah. to this day, one of my favorite scenes ever. I, yeah. I That whole scene blew my mind. Yeah. Absolutely blew my mind. Um, so, yeah. yeah. That's not Some a what the heck anymore. That's no, that's right. a uh, that's an oh my god. That's a one of my <laughs> top ever moments in Star Wars was that elevator opening and seeing Ahmed Best there. Yeah. Lost it absolutely. Lo- I could lose it right now. Thanks <laughs> for the memories. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. four for me. That was your number four. So that gives yeah. me to my number three. Now yeah. I'm going to guess that you have no idea who this guy is who this character is but if you do know i will be shocked um this is the character wilrow hood okay blank stare blank stare so he is on screen for exactly like three seconds and he is in the empire strikes back on cloud city after lando gives the order to evacuate yes okay that I this is my what I the have heck. Googled him and the time yes. you've been talking, and I I love where this is going. <laughs> now I'm like, what the heck? How did this character who is on screen for like three seconds, he is holding this plastic thing, which comes to be a cantino, which is the device that um the Mandalorian is given his Beskar in, in the opening of the Mandalorian, oh right? Is, is that You're like right. white, white yeah. thing? And he presses the buttons and the sides come out yeah. and you can buy a Cantino now in Batu. Like it's become this thing. Who hire these guys when they watch these movies and then write these things? This, this <laughs> vessel that Wilrow Hood is carrying yeah. is actually an ice cream maker. Looks like it. Yeah. It's an ice cream maker. Yeah. And yeah. the fandom has taken this obscure moment holding an ice cream maker and turned it into this thing to the point where it's now in the Mandalorian again. You can buy it in Batu. And if you go to Celebration, there's this thing that happens where these people cosplay as Wilrow Hood. And yeah. it's called the Running of the Hoods. And they all have these ice cream makers. Yeah. And they all have <clears throat> like the orange jumpsuit things. Yeah. And they run through Celebration. And it's like this big, it's like a big parade. The, the Running of the Hoods. What the heck? Like, wh- how did this become a thing? I have, I have so many questions. Um, so I, I'm staring at the Google page here of Wilbro Hood here. Um, so how, how high are these guys watching this? Because you're right. It's this three second. I remember it in Uncloudsity. <laughs> this three second thing from a movie from what? 19... 1984 yeah. or something so like somebody that. Somebody saw yeah. that and they're like, their stone and they point like oh (laughs) and then wrote it into the mandalorian yes hey we need a bucket like we we got to put this baskar in a bucket oh (laughs) put it into the cantino they'll love it the fans will love it yeah Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah that that's why. And I and if I could put an asterisk under number three, yeah. it would be the runner up of the pink shorts boom guy. So this is you could Google that as well. So when they were filming Star Wars, yeah, in the in the desert of Tunisia, when it's like 120 degrees in the shade. Yeah, there's a boom guy. So when they did like the making of, there's a picture of this guy in the smallest pink shorts, and oh. he's holding a boom <laughs> microphone, and people cosplay as the pink shorts it's, it's boom awesome. guy. Yeah, so it's another one of these like, what the heck? Wow. How <laughs> how do they? How do they how do they take that little thing and make it such a big thing in the fandom that you want to cosplay? Yeah. So I, I, I'm struck by the, the cosplay pictures, but yeah. Pink can you, are you looking guy. at it? Can you yeah, see this yeah. little yeah, pink shorts boom guy yeah. is out there. So that would be sort of my little asterisk. Okay. Underneath the running of the hoods and Wilrow Hood would be uh uh the guy's name was Ken Nightingall. Um who's okay. the act he's an actual like person yeah. boom guy employed on the movie, but he was just in the making of there's this little clip of I think he's I think uh you've got Luke and Obi-Wan in a speeder yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And so he's got the boom mic over there. So his hands are outstretched and he's just got these little tiny pink shorts on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, and he, <laughs> you're loving it. I, okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's my okay. number three. What the heck? Okay. And your number three? I can compete. <laughs> um, I was going to do Moz. I, I don't understand Moz's glasses. Moz Kanata? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was going to do Moz because she um, she doesn't necessarily need them, right? And she, she, well, she squinches her eyes and stuff. You know, I just, and what species is she? I know she she's there, but like, you know, I, I thought she was sort of a, a an odd one. And she's kind of, she always has the answers and um, just, it just struck me. Oh, she, yeah, she definitely yeah. struck me. Um, I don't, I don't know what species she's is, but I don't know that we've seen another one of like her, have we? Well, I, so the guy, the, the doctor that fixes up. Okay. So going back to um, uh, Andor. The kid that's got the book that's sort of the soul of the the um, rebellion. He's got his book and that he's taking notes. He gets crushed by the gold. Yes. Uh, the doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has four arms, but he looks like Mods. Well, he's another good what the heck character. I forgot about yeah. him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What was his name? Doctor something or other. It was a funny name to Doctor. I know now that would be a great something. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like four eyes or forearms or yeah. Um, he did sort of look like Maz. You're right. But Maz didn't have four arms. She only had no. two. So 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that was like a backpack of arms. Quad paw. Quad Quad Google for the win. Yeah. Google for the win. Yeah. Yeah. Not the same species, but, you know, well, it's the glasses, I guess. He's got the same glasses, but. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why. I'm not looking at a picture of him, so. Yeah. Um, but you're right. It could be there. So, Maz, um, yeah, you know what the the thing, what the heck about her um, was how the heck did she end up with Luke's lightsaber? Yeah. When she gives it to Ray, right? Like, yeah. uh, what the heck is that? Yeah. You, you point that out, too. There's a lot of things that they just sort of gloss over. <laughs> because she says that's a story for another time yeah you're like all right well let's go there maz i'd like to know what that story is tales of Uh, the jedi or something oh no let's do a whole trilogy i would love to say that's do a whole trilogy around maz canada i'd be happy with that yeah i don't know that that would get greenlit no um so yeah she definitely whenever i um like my character that i turned into when I was on the Star Cruiser, was from Takadana, which is where Maz's yeah. castle was. Okay. Yeah. So um, I did get a couple of questions like, have I ever met Maz? And I was like, yeah, we hang out at her castle all the time, or at least we did until the First Order blew it up, you know, so I could say stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I like her, actually. But uh, yeah, she's no, a like little her, bit. Yeah. I just, she's yeah, a little she bit like... of the what the heck. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. My number two. I'm looking forward to your obscure. I know. I know. We're going there. My number two is Lady Proxima. I trusted you with a simple task and all I'm hearing are excuses. There must be consequences for disobedience or else you never learn. (laughs) Ah. Yes. Okay. Is that on your list? That's or do you my know? number two. Yes. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah. yeah, Lady Proxima. Don't get it. She's like a worm, an oversized worm that lives yeah. in water. The voice. She, her, too, the screaming. Sunlight. Sort of, yeah. Sunlight. Um, uh, she's like a vampire. Like it hurts her or something like that. Well, um, she burns, I think. Burns on in the yeah. sunlight. Yeah. Um, how does something like that get to be a gangster? Like, I, I yeah, yeah I just go, the what the heck? It's the same way as the huts, right? It's not like Jabba was getting it up and doing anything to anybody. Okay. Well, I have an asterisk underneath Lady Proxima okay. that says any of the huts as well. Because they're these like slug-like creatures who can't defend themselves, but yet they've risen to some sort of gangster power. Yeah. What the heck? What was the uh, and Clone Wars? The nephew. He's like purple with yellow Um, bolts or something. Yeah. Is it Zerto? No. No. And he's got kind of a. a distinct voice, but I don't know. Okay, you yeah, can probably huts. look it up. All the huts or whatever, but yeah, yeah. any of the huts. Um, 
yeah, that one. And I, in sort of another double asterisk underneath that one is Boar Gullet, who is in the, um, in in Rogue uh, One, right? Yeah, that does the interrogation. Who's another little slug-like thing, but apparently it can wipe your mind or whatever. But there are consequences. Or Gullet can feel your thoughts. No lie is safe. Or Gullet will know the truth. The unfortunate side effect is that one tends to lose one's mind. I called it an octopus blob. So yeah, there are these things that have all this power and I'm not sure how they got to this kind of a power with um, with their physical presence being such a limitation. How are they able to get that kind of uh, get that kind of power? Yeah. But what was the name of the hut? You just found it. Oh, it was Zero. So it was Zero. It, and oh. I had that. Zero was the But he had kind of a Paul Lind vibe. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, he yeah. did. Yeah, kind of that that <laughs> Hollywood Squares Paul Lynn. <laughs> Just gonna say <laughs> Hollywood Squares. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I can I yeah. can see that. Yeah. Um I'm so shocked because you and I did not share lists. So I'm so no. shocked that you and I both had Lady Proxima as our number two. Yeah. Paul kind of lives in the water, powerful. The screeching kind of voice. Um, yeah. Another kind of good villain because she kind of, she's funny too. No, you didn't. You made a clicking noise with your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Everybody stand back. What's that supposed to be? This is a thermal detonator that I just armed. That's a rock. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And you just made a clicking sound with your mouth. Please tell me this isn't your plan. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a, a funny moment. Because well, Han is usually, you know, he is making stuff up as he, as he's going. And then she calls him out on it. Yeah. Yeah. All so, right. So that's <clears throat> our collective number two. Yeah. I wonder if we have the same number one. Mine is political. Uh, what the heck were you thinking? Okay, mine is not. Yeah, yours is even yours is gonna be clever. <laughs> <laughs> All Sorry. right, mine is Claude. So Claude, K L A U D. I don't think it has an E on the end, and you can Google it because you need to see who this is. So he's this like cone-shaped brown thing with eyes and like these six little things coming out of his head and he's supposed to be like this mechanic and we see him in the rise of skywalker when they're going to get the information from um uh bulio like in the opening scenes and they need there's something wrong with with uh, the falcon and they're like he goes and um i think it was um not finn but I think it was Poe who says, Claude, get this thing going. And Claude goes, and he looks at this port on the side of the wall that sparks. 
but he doesn't have any hands. Yeah. So I'm not sure how he can be a mechanic a without having yeah. hands and being able to hold any kind of a tool at at all. And and I looked it up uh, because I decided that this had to be my top what the heck character because I don't understand this character. All. Yeah. Where did he come from? How is he a mechanic? He can't hold on to a tool. He's not holding a tool. Is it? Is he controlling this panel with his eyes as it sparks? I don't know. But it says that he um, has a very key mind and a talent for the mechanical. But he seems very overwhelmed and bewildered because none of the crew could understand a single word that Claude said. <laughs> How is he supposed to work? On mechanical things, he without hands, got no ability to yeah. work on anything. And you see him there in that opening scene, and then at the very end, I think I texted you this last week because I was what I ended up watching Rise all of, of Rise Skywalker. of Skywalker because yeah. I had to watch that opening scene, and that is one of my favorite movies. And so I just watched the whole thing, and then I was crying at the end, like I always do. But at that like celebration at the end when everybody's hugging, like somebody hugs him, but he has no arms to hug him back. He just kind of stands there. <laughs> somebody runs up to him and gives him a great big hug, and he just kind of topples back and forth. I, I don't know. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, I, I didn't even remember him. I but he, again. Do you think this is this is part of the joke that they make a mechanic that doesn't have arms? I, I guess it could be. I don't know um, that anyone's ever explored like the behind the scenes of how Claude came to be, but it really makes no sense to have a mechanic with no arms and put them on the ship that is in the critical mission to go get this. Yeah this information from Bulio that is going to, you know, set all of these things in, um, you know, in to, to go for the entire movie. Wouldn't you put somebody there that had arms that could actually be a mechanic? I yeah. don't know. I astromech. Those, those seem to come in uh, pretty handy, right? Pretty handy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for uh, hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> so this was uh, just that, has always been my what the heck top what yeah. the heck character. Okay. And I don't have any runners up. It's just Claude. Okay. No asterisks. No asterisks. It's, okay. He owns it in totality <laughs> okay. right at the top. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, I think who's your number three? Not your pink shorts guy, your your ice cream bucket. I, I feel like that, that might have been your 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 winner there. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? You think I, you think I should have made that number well, one? Well, that, that's cool for the you know the, what the heck that it's such a little moment there in the the scene because <laughs> you're right. I distinctly remember the bucket. The Baskar comes in. Yes, everybody knows yeah. it from there, and I think that's yeah. why they started selling it in Galaxy's Edge. And everyone's like, yeah. "Oh, it's a Cantino." But yeah, if I am constantly amazed by the creativity of the fandom um of star wars and the way that people will grab onto the smallest things and make their whole fandom about that one thing and for these people that either show up with a camtino ice cream maker at celebration Mm -hmm. and do the running of the hoods or they show up like pink shorts (laughs) boom guy yeah like that is serious dedication and i love it yeah 
maybe I'll go to a, a celebration and I'll see somebody cosplaying as Claude yeah. someday. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, you're not your number one, sir. More political. So okay. uh, this this leader, this Jedi leader, makes a decision, and then should instantly regret it. So so Mace Windu, oh. they, they deny Anakin the rank of, of Jedi Master. And then immediately he's like, ah, I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi Council. Huh. Well, you did just make an enemy here. You yeah. Know? So, you know, I feel like he should have instantly regretted that. I mean, he does get his arm cut off and then thrown out of a window. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. as a character, yeah, as a character, I really don't like Mace Windu. Yeah. Yeah, because he also, if you remember, uh, this was in the Clone Wars when um, Ahsoka comes back. So this is like season seven or something like that. Yeah, and Ahsoka makes a point to say, "I'm not a Jedi. I'm a citizen." And they're all standing around some, I don't know, hollow something or other, and they're, you know, getting information about what's happening around the galaxy, and. He simply he says something like, "You're not supposed to be here, citizen." Like yeah. he totally disses on Ahsoka. That depends on the Chancellor. What do you mean? I'm sorry, citizen. These matters are for the Council to discuss. Yeah. yeah. So I don't like him for that. Kind of arrogant, and I guess maybe that's yeah what leads him to this this downfall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I I don't know why why did you choose him as your top what the heck? Because why? I just the politics of it that he you know yeah. he um I, I rewatch uh Revenge of the Sith is my That's your go to? That used to be New Hope. And right now it's Revenge of the Sith, and I think it's because of the arc that Clone Wars filled in with Order Sixty Six. And that that period now, as the Republic falls, there's so much there's there's so much that's happening in the content around that that that's part the part I rewatch because you kind of you think about Anakin being there at Coruscant fighting with Obi Wan while Ahsoka is at Mandalore, right? Fighting Maul, yeah, yeah, fighting Maul, and so there's just that period has been revisited so much that I I keep watching Clone Wars and. But on the Clone Wars, um, Revenge of the Sith, and and looking for those connections. So I, that's been my my rewatch. Have you watched the supercut? Have I told you about this? You have, yeah. I don't know that I have. I have watched it all so many times that I I know it in my head. I don't know that I've watched. That. Amalgamates into your head. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in in the dark web, interweb, whatever, someplace out there in space, um, there are these very creative people who have taken Revenge of the Sith, taken the um, arcs from Clone Wars and the arc from Bad Batch and put it all Mm, in one big movie. Yeah. So where all the timelines cross and interweave, you get one long narrative as it plays out. Mm. It is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, if you can ever find it, or if I ever find it oh, again, yeah, I watched it on Twitch once. Yeah. Um, 
actually I might have watched it on Twitch twice. Yeah, it, it so it was like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah. It's like four and a half hours long. Holy jeez. Yeah. Holy jeez. Yeah. <laughs> because you think about all yeah. of that content that has to be woven through it. Um yeah, that's a, a tremendous part in the timeline when all of that clashes. Yeah. Um but yeah, Mace is um he's not my fairy not my favorite. I don't think he should be a Jedi. Maybe that's why he's he could be a what the heck because yeah. he's not uh not very Jedi like. He no. is very selfish and condescending. His and... ego drives most of what he his ego drives him. And what's up with the purple lightsaber? Well, I believe that's Mr. Jackson's choice. Uh, I, I right. know. Yeah. But in the context of yeah, why? the galaxy, like, yeah. why does he get to be purple special? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, don't I, get I it. just went to uh, Ahsoka and the, the orange. <laughs> but there's that deep fake of Anakin living with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And it's that deep fake on YouTube. I forget the guy's name. And Qui-Gon says, what is this orange? And it's, what is it? It's Sam Pellegrino. <laughs> because, and I have those, those, it's Mandarin, right? Mandarin orange, Sam Pellegrino. It's the same color. <laughs> but Qui-Gon's like, what is this orange? And Sam Pellegrino it makes me thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you sent that to me. Yeah. yeah. Those are actually really, really, really funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Who does those? Do you do you remember I on the top of your head? Yeah. YouTube, but yeah, they are very funny. Qui Gon uh, watching everybody get force healed. Yeah. <laughs> what the? Why heck? couldn't you have done that to me? <laughs> what the heck? Yes, <laughs> I wanted to be force healed. Yeah, what a different I, galaxy it would have been, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, we just got stabbed. I, uh, Sabine, right? How did you knew it? You knew it. She had the I same did. exact stab wound, and then you know she's fine. Fennec Shand, she gets like computerized oh, yeah. stomach parts, and she survives it. So, yeah, Charlie I don't know. Hopkinson, everybody on YouTube. Charlie Hopkinson, shout yeah, out to Charlie. Incredible deep fakes. It's, it's <laughs> very very funny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, quite on reacts to this bullshit, and it's yes, it's been a, with her her belly parts yes. showing. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's uh, they are very clever again. Like the creativity of of people <laughs> that can do all of this. Like what? what I haven't watched at? this one. Obi Wan oh. reacts to Gideon getting roasted like a, <laughs> and Obi Wan's laughing. <laughs> oh right. boy. And now yeah. I know what to do with the rest of my afternoon now. There you go. You're going to be watching Charlie. Yeah. Darth Jar, Darth Jar Jar story stuns yes. Qui-Gon. <laughs> Darth Jar Jar. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Whew. All right. Well, we did it. Do you uh, have any uh, other honorable mentions in there? No. 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 I, 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 had, a, I had a couple that yeah. were... Yeah, they. I couldn't put them on my top five. I, I thought of as I was watching Rise of Skywalker last week. I thought of Dio because he's that little robot that just says, "Ha ha hi, oh thank you." 
Yeah. Oh, like he just rolls around. He doesn't do anything else. But somehow he he holds like this data that is key to unlocking everything. So that was another one where I was like, what the heck? But I couldn't put him up in there. And then um, I thought about Frog Lady and um, all of her little eggs in her backpack yeah, and yeah. getting in the hot tub on an ice planet, um, walking upright, but also leaping like a frog. Yeah. I, I couldn't put her into my top five, but I was like a what the heck on that one. And then as I was going through like my memory banks, the Mandalorian, I got to give it to it because then there's also Dr. Mandible. Remember he was like that big insect that was playing Sabak with Pelly in the bar. <laughs> no, he looks like a giant bug. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Mandible. Dr. Mandible. And he yeah. talks like a... And like Pelly knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He interprets for him. Well, you might be in luck. Dr. Mandible here says he can connect you with someone who can help you. If you cover his call this round. He said. What's the bet? 500. That's a high stakes game. Hey, he's on a hot streak. Yeah. So they also got written down on my piece of paper, but I just couldn't put them in okay. any other way. So <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm I'm gonna watch. Where, where is so? Who, who's your runner? Their, their hood, Alan Hood, Bill Rowe Hood. That's an Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. How does he get a name? Yeah. He, well, he didn't have a name. So that's another oh. part of it. Like he didn't have a name and then somebody latched onto it and then they decided to give him a name. So he's got a name and uh, credit now. So um, yeah, you can, uh, that's when Lando says we need to evacuate Cloud City. So yeah. you could watch the whole thing or you could just fast forward to that part and then you'll see him turning the corner with this thing tucked under his arm <laughs> you're like oh is he there you go scattering rock salt behind him yeah maybe yeah. maybe that's like a gingerbread crumbs or something like that or he rock says salt. rock salt you, crumbs. you had an ice cream yeah. maker like that back in the day didn't you back in the day i i don't think that we had one but i think my grandparents had one. Oh, yeah i grew up with one like that did but, you yeah, see it would be worth a fortune now it has, it has a camtino of beskar yeah, in it now yeah yeah put rock salt in there to make the ice melt and colder yeah. i guess I, I don't know yeah had to have rock salt got that yeah because it lowers the freezing yeah. point well all right top five what the heck that's our top five what the heck this has been a fun discussion <laughs> on the um, holiest of all holy star wars day life yeah. day what the heck holiday specials the I what the heck characters a, a gift for you for for life day that is life day fitting um i had to order it, it came a few days ago i'm going to ask you for your your address afterwards but i okay. actually have a you're going to get a kick out of the life day gift okay i will give that to you now well okay. we're on. no no <laughs> But I'll give it we'll to you. We'll talk about after. it in the next episode because I do want to discuss it because it has a tie-in with other stuff we've we've discussed. Okay. All right. Sounds Go good. Ahead. Well, hopefully it's not as long between uh recordings now that you know life happened. Um 
and it just took us a little while, I think, to get back into the rhythm. So, uh, but we have some ideas now, some good ideas and some good things lined up for you all. So um, thank you for listening today. You know, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Facebook. We have a little group over there called the Pergill Pod. We also have an email address. If you'd like to communicate with us that way, it's thepergillpod at gmail.com. Spelled with two R's, right? T-U-R-R-G-I-L. Now that Pergills are all of the rage these days. Um, What do they call them? Star whales? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, Pergills. I like Pergills better. Um, So uh, reach out. We'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, I think that's it. Anything else that you want to say, Hunter? No. No, happy life to everyone. Happy Life Day. We'll see you soon. A time of joy, of friendship, of family. All of this Life Day is. And a happy one. I wish you. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I guess for now we follow the Pergil. The only time you are wasting is your own. Yep.